Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Ben. You're listening to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. Dueling Genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Chasing Amy, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 17, which is quite possibly the greatest Krell Minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm your special guest, uh, Jim O'Kane of the Rocketeer Minute, the Apollo 13 Minute, uh, Airport Minute, a bunch of other ones. You can look, just Google Jim O'Kane and you'll find me. Basically, if there's a conveyance of some sort, Jim has done a podcast about it. (laughs) (laughs) And had good guests, too. (laughs) It's always, and it's, but it's more fun to be a guest. And thank, thanks again for having me on uh, here as we explore the, the mysteries of Red Bank. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure where you can go next because you did Airport, which is a plane, and then you did the Rocketeer, so that's the rockets go like go a little further, a little faster. And then you went for the Apollo. I mean, I, I what's next? I mean, is there? A, oh, we've, go we've in- got we've got a couple coming, but I, I can't <laughs> I cannot reveal my sources yet. But it'll, <laughs> it's all happening. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, stay tuned. Uh, and and you got you guys are going to be on uh, the the little show I'm producing, right? With uh, North by Northwest, I hope. Oh, absolutely! Awesome. I've actually seen that movie. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you know. I'll give you my quick North by Northwest story. That's one of those. I was like, I was in the Air Force. So I'm probably like nineteen, twenty, and it's like, all right, uh, everybody says this movie's so great. It's a you know, Hitchcock Hitchcock classic. I'll watch it. And that movie's riveting. I'm like, this is a good movie. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Sometimes you watch a movie. It's 30, 40, 50 years old, and you're like, sometimes you watch it, and you're like, what? I, I don't get it. Like, it just it just is lost to time. Might have been great when it came out, but now it's just, it doesn't hit anymore. And then there's some of those that still hit, and you're like, this is a good movie. Yeah. Ho- yeah. Hopefully my silence is a tip-off that I've never seen that movie either. Oh, dear. Uh, but you've seen, you've definitely seen scenes from it, yeah, though. Yeah, I definitely, I just Googled it. I definitely have seen scenes from it, but. I mean, you, everyone on Earth has seen him run from the plane. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta go hide in a cornfield because there's gonna be a biplane after you. But yeah, well, I, I know that when, you, I almost envy you because I really, that there's nothing, there's no enjoyment like seeing that movie for the first time. It's really, it's a knockout. Well, good. Thanks for giving me a reason well, to watch it, then. I just gotta hope we get some minutes with James Mason. <laughs> Because uh, ever since I saw ever since I saw Journey to Center of the Earth, I'm like, I don't know where this guy's from, but I dig that that speaking tone. <laughs> yeah, or, or, uh, if you watch uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, when he's just talking through the back of his teeth, and <laughs> I don't uh, no. know what's going on here. Yeah, be, it's like that's amazing. That may be a. That may be a thing that maybe uh, get people to do an entire week of shows. Nothing but James Mason impersonations. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that won't get old by like the 17th group that does it. <laughs> no, I want to do mine. I want to do my James. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna hit minute 17 here of uh, chasing Amy. We're gonna start in Red Bank and we're gonna end in Meow Mix. You know. Basically, like your usual Saturday night. Whose house runs house? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the the yeah. whole the whole minute starts with Run DMC and, and yeah, which is par for the course for Kevin anyway. So yeah, I only know it from the people singing it in the movie. Uh, which movie is it in when they do that? I can't remember now. It's the actual character singing it in the movie. Going whose house? Oh, it's uh, it's Bad Boys, right? Isn't that Bad Boys? Yeah, I think it is bad voice now. Because they go, hey, whose house? Say what? <laughs> They're like, I'm pretty sure it's uh, bad boys. 
That would be Will Smith and Martin Lawrence bad boys, not Sean Penn bad boys. Different decade. Yeah. <laughs> Both excellent movies, though, for different reasons. Um, just as a point of trivia, I do not know how many of the how many of the shops that are in the scene of Red Bank are covered over renamed renamed uh, stores versus the actual name of the store. Because that's well, I think Jack's Music Shop was real. Yeah. Because this is this was their old location. This is not where they are now. This was um, this isn't uh, God. I can't remember. What they're, I can't remember where they are. Monmouth Street. I think it was Monmouth Street. They used to be on. This would have been the store that I actually went to. Okay, so this is the Jay and Silent Bob's uh, secret stash that they're filming. It's the from? old one. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know which ones. That's and chances are every one of these stores is shut down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, just playing the odds. There's almost no chance any of them are still open. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the old uh, bank and trust company on on the right there that was turned into the cool cool carousel. I'm sure. Uh, Kevin Smith didn't pay to redo the. It's it's an already out of business company, so you can, you know, assume that the cool Carlser was probably there, maybe early '80s, and then just. Sat well, I around. mean, he just came and did a benefit recently because they were going to shut down the. Uh, was it the Fifth Avenue Playhouse, I, the one where he had gotten the character, the uh, actors from Clerks from? Oh, I can't remember. It was something Avenue Playhouse. I can't remember what it was. They were going to shut that place down, and then he came up and did a couple of live readings of Clerks Three, of the script that was never produced to try to raise some money for it well and it's hard to believe because i mean red bank red bank seems like it should be an affluent neighborhood i mean it's right it's it's right there on the cusp of i mean it's on it's monmouth county it's right on the uh it's right on the taylor ham pork roll line <laughs> and um it i mean and, and it is commuting distance as they're as they're showing uh here with uh you know being able to drive into manhattan and still you know come home on the same the same the same night you left uh um that would be the uh first avenue playhouse jeff it's at one two three first avenue atlantic highlands new jersey <laughs> and whatever i was getting eventually <laughs> oh, okay so atlantic highlands, next town over right yeah the fifth avenue playhouse is in washington seattle washington so <laughs> <laughs> well shout out to all the avenue playhouses <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know if he spoke about Red Bank in specific, but I know Highlands, he said, changed a lot after September 11th because they started doing more traffic straight into New York, like ferries started leaving straight from there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then rich people from New York started buying up all the land in Highlands where before basically like lower middle income people lived. Yeah, that so, was like, that was they like were, the, the low rent area of, uh, I mean, if you wanted to live near the shore, but you didn't have a lot of money, Red Bank would be the place to go. Yeah, so, like, they started, like, all the little bungalows and, like, little stuff people had. Like, they started tearing them out. Like, no, 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 rip three of those down and put my big giant house up. So, gentrification, like we talked about before, is what you're saying, right? <laughs> oh, yes, as, as discussed earlier in the movie. <laughs> Except this is in real life, not in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I, I, now, I'm wondering with the new, you know, here in the 21st century, can you get a, can you get a furry from... Uh, Lower Lower Manhattan to uh, say Sandy Hook at two in the morning. I don't know. I doubt it. I yeah. mean, even getting trains in and out of the city at that time can be yeah. a real. I well, mean, there's yeah. usually a hard cutoff at some point. Yeah, I mean that's that's what the. Uh, I mean that that's why they're driving in. That's why. <laughs> that's why he's got a dent in the hood of his car because there's just no easy way to to, to get back. Okay, you know how to say. To- the pressure of making that last train of like, if you don't make that train, yeah, you're, you're going to have a rough night. <laughs> yeah, you're trapped in New York City at this point. <laughs> or, or you're eating a, you're eating a $150 cab ride yes. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. 
Let's call it an Uber now, Jeff. I don't know what a cab ride is, but it's called an Uber now. Old man. <laughs> My whole, I have you know, sir, I was in New York three weeks ago and took a cab. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because I took a cab to my destination and then i ubered back <laughs> same price so <laughs> i talk a lot of crap i've never used an uber in my life so yeah. really yeah wow. he never leaves his house <laughs> <laughs> if i do i drive myself yeah he's gonna uber it's gonna be to the living room all right well let's move let's move on to the se- you want to move on to the second second of this minute unless somebody yeah. has a wants to really no, dive really, deep on the red bank i think we yeah we've, co- we've covered it really uh well i live i live right up the street from red bank battlefield which is not the same red bank it's a different one. It's a, you know, I guess it's red from the blood of all the um, the, the British soldiers that got killed there during the revolution. So that's fun. I, I used to th- that used to confuse me because I'm like, wait a minute, why isn't that Red Bank? They're like, it's a different Red Bank. I'm like, they couldn't come up with another name. <laughs> so, do you notice the directory, Chris? Uh, who's on the third floor? Home improvements done and ready. Yeah, done and ready. Done and ready. <laughs> done and ready from Clerks. Yeah, from Clerks. <laughs> <laughs> so my uh, my theory from Clerks was correct that it was just a pithy name that they thought would be awesome for a home improvements place. Right, and they're going to keep using it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the one that really blew my mind was Krell because um, does Krell does that ping anybody for anything? Forbidden Planet. I guess maybe I I, I tried to look it up because see if it was even deeper than that, and the only thing I could find was I mean well. Of course, it was on Urban Dictionary. Oh, of course. No. So, krell, according to Urban Dictionary, <laughs> top definition, a rare species otherwise known as a homo crelidius. Krells are commonly spotted and often mistaken for a walking penis. Nice. You're a krell. Yeah, that's nice. Um, <laughs> krell, second definition, the standard response to someone saying dandy to the idea of a hand-drawn card. Person one, do you like hand-drawn cards? Person two, they're dandy. Person one, krell. That makes no sense. No, I don't even know what you're talking. You lost me completely. Yeah. If yeah, if you need a citation, just go to Urban Dictionary and put one in your zone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't imagine Urban Dictionary is like one step below like citing Wikipedia from your information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I literally just googled Krell and I got like five different results of somebody named Regina Krell, MD. Well, at first I'm like Krell. I was like, is, is it seeming Krull? <laughs> right, Krull. I don't know. Yeah, I was Krull. thinking maybe they were putting in some kind of a, a West Coast radio station that somehow had transmuted itself to New Jersey, but uh, I don't know. If so is that a Krell? It's K-Rell? <laughs> yeah, K-Rell. How they got me. It's too deep. But the, yeah, of course they have a cute nickname too because they're the Bank Hold Up Studios. Yeah, Bank Hold Up. Although I, they have a whole floor of this place. I realize it's not exactly Manhattan, but like you still gotta, they must be doing alright. Well, the, the the other three businesses around them are you know covered in uh, uh, paper bags so it, <laughs> windows are pretty ported up so might be might be cheap cheap at half the price i don't know yeah they're just glad anybody's in there paying rent yeah, yeah no, nobody's you know if, if somebody's there they're kind of like cheap security that, that nobody's gonna be busting windows while they're there uh now during the when you see a little bit of drawing here on the commentary i believe this is the seat the part where kevin smith just rips ben affleck up and down because he's like, oh, yeah, I like how you draw and just erase and rub it off with your hand. You know, just like a real artist would. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I've ever, ever noticed this before, which probably says a lot about me. Uh, but the Jason Lee, when he's – I've always watched him as he's putting the pen ink on his finger and never noticed that one inch to the left is uh, naked women. 
<laughs> I noticed it this time around, but yeah, I'm not sure that I'm not sure if that's the first time I noticed it or not. So this is the the second time we've had Jim around for a scene not unlike this one. You were also in Clerks when the man was trying to get the porno magazines. I think. Yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, true. I, I, I'm, I'm on your list or something. <laughs> um, well, this is why we do minute, movies by minute, so you can sit and still frame it. Oh my gosh, I missed that part. <laughs> Yeah, because it goes by in half a second, and it's not the action of the scene. The action of the scene is you're either trying to look at the comic book, you're seeing what he's doing with the pen, or whatever, and it's just... I gotta ask, is it a woman with her boobs out, with boobs on her shoulder also? Is that what that picture is? Okay. So I'm assuming if we could see more of it. Um, um, My favorite highlight of that scene, do you see the tape over her eyes? What? He has a piece, not in photo. He has like, oh, a piece of like, like, he, like masking, masking tape over her yeah, eyes. Like he doesn't want her looking at him while he's drawing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like my my further question is, well, he's not the drawler though. Like he's just the tracer. Oh, that's right. I would say if that was on Holden's desk, I could try to imagine that for some reason he had to draw that. And in a scummy comic like they're drawing, it would not be out of the question right. that they would have to draw something like that. I'm but just yeah. wondering if he's using it for contrast. Uh, he's trying to understand contrast levels and doing the, you know, doing the tracing in there. I mean, these are some pretty. And <clears throat> when they were, you know, when they were discussing what the role of a tracer is, this is some pretty good examples of, of how inking and, and uh, is is so important in the in the creative process. You look at a couple of those, um, that that image of uh, of Bluntman where he's got the the. Uh, white highlights on the sides of his costume he's yeah. wearing the tux and uh and then there's the panel below it it looks like a black hole or something like that with all the very fine lines that's really tricky bit to do with a with a nubbed pen and i have no artistic talent at all i'm the person you don't want to play pictionary with <laughs> so anytime anybody can draw anything it's like magic to me like i just i can't not only can I not do it, I can't even grasp how the hell to even begin how to do it. I'm literally learning as we speak. Every day I draw something now. Just to it's, try to teach myself. It's a little late, I understand, but... <laughs> it's never too late, Chris. Yeah. I mean, this is a great little scene, or a wordless scene of seeing how you know how, how that process is. I mean, we just we just saw Holden drawing, and the drawings were okay, but when you see the, the tracing, it really... That the the picture finally comes out. Yeah, it makes a difference, a huge difference. And and you can see on Holden's desk when it cuts back to the reverse shot, he does have a bunch of pictures up on his desk, but his looks like real reference pictures. Yeah, like one looks like a series of clocks, maybe of different clocks to draw. See that? Yeah. I mean, I know if you're smoking, you're smoking, but if you're working over what you're doing, I I don't I don't think I'd be working with ashes over my over my work. I'd be worried about getting stuff in the way. <laughs> I, yeah. I've known it, guys that smoke while doing anything, like anything, eating even. You know, remember uh, smoking while making the spaghetti sauce, and then you just, just ashing <laughs> into the just spaghetti the sauce. Into the spaghetti sauce, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff and I worked together, and we've we know we knew a guy who would talk to you with the cigarette in his mouth. You remember that, Jeff? Yeah, and his, the smoke would be just blowing in his eyes, and he would just stand there and talk with the cigarette flopping around yeah. on his lip. Not, not even couldn't take the cigarette out. No, to talk to you. Like, it was like pinned in his lips. Yeah, <laughs> I used to work with a woman who would talk, and she she she'd be having a conversation. She she light up a cigarette, and she'd talk to you for the entire uh, ignition from the ignition point of the the cigarette to as it was getting down <laughs> to the filter, and she would have this solid you know inch and a half of ash. Sitting, and you wouldn't be paying attention to whatever she was saying because you're like, when is that gonna fall? That's gotta, yeah. that's gotta fall any second now. Did she make him bets? 
Yeah, you're like you're making bets with yourself. You're like, yeah, it's like okay, <laughs> I bet it'll be like ten, 10 more seconds that it goes. Yeah. Did she talk okay. like this? Yeah, pretty, yeah, she was pretty much, uh, uh, you know, the, the uh, Homer's sister-in-law. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what is the uh, what is the shirt that Banky's wearing? I I, I thought jack in the box of some kind. I thought it was a jack in the box with a Cleveland Indian on the front of it, but I can't make it out. Mm. You think there's Chief Wahoo on the front? <laughs> yeah, of it? Chief Wahoo there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what I that can't is. Can't make that out at all. It looks like a Jack in the Box with like the new Robin symbol on it. Maybe. Yeah, I, I've also I I didn't realize how many bongos there were in the picture. If the the original, the establishing shot, um, which was back around I don't know, uh, second five or six, uh, and we're seeing like more and more bongos are in the sh- in the shots. It's there's some on the shelves. There's some underneath uh, Affleck's uh, elbow. Um, I just I, I don't know how how many bongos does one need in a. Oh, okay. Well, I I, 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 I never even noticed the bongos till you mentioned it. <laughs> and he's also got I, what looks like maybe it's a, maybe it's a, some kind of a, a book holder, but it looks to me like a, sideways bongo. Kids, yeah, and there's like a kid's xylophone or something underneath him. Well, whoever the art director or the set designer was had a field day in this place. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, two artists live here? I can just put whatever weird crap in here I want. And people will just believe, that, oh, they're artists. They would have it. Is that a dead marijuana plant in the window there, too, by the way? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> well, that could be there literally for them to draw. <laughs> yeah, it's a possibility, too. Why? I need that for uh, for my art. Work yeah, that's for- <laughs> Hey, man. I need that for my art, man. <laughs> Now you got me looking at the background, and there's not even yeah, anybody yeah, back know, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, apparently, uh, I don't skip anything, right? Where he's going to watch the grassy junior high. Well, he says about yeah, yeah the, the street lights, best street lights you ever drawn. And he said there's from the one from across the street from the post office. So I picture him standing across the street from the post office drawing a street light, right? Yeah, there I took a picture of or it. He took a picture of it, and brought it back. Not like he had a cell phone to take a picture of it though. Or he just looked at it. He could have looked at it and been like, "All right," and then maybe he's yeah. got a good enough memory. Uh, maybe. Or walks around with a sketch pad. Who knows? Just... All right, then. Then get a pizza and watch Degrassi Junior High, which I've never yeah. seen. Did you ever see Degrassi? Degrassi. I've never seen. I've never seen Degrassi. I wouldn't have heard of it if Kevin Smith wasn't around. Like me either. I've, ne- uh, I've never see. even heard of it. You didn't have middle school girls back in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a constant. Uh, yeah, it's it's the background of our lives here. And uh, really, our 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 youngest uh, still would if if they had a Degrassi movie. Come out. She would be first in line with uh, with tickets. Well, she'd be behind Kevin Smith, I think. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's a way of life more than anything else. I just I don't, really? I don't know. It's it speaks to '90s kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was a '90s kid. The only problem was, I guess, I was a '90s boy, yeah. so it didn't yeah. really hit me. <laughs> I mean, I was forced to watch 90210 in Melrose Place because I had an older uh, sister who was violent. <laughs> so it was either watch that or get punched in the face a lot. I also had an older sister, but I've never seen either one of those shows either. So uh, I was outside, Jeff. What were you doing in the house all the time in the '90s? It's nine o'clock at night, <laughs> and I didn't live in Kenya. <laughs> I was just saying, I wasn't. I lived in the city. Nine o'clock at night didn't mean nothing. <laughs> we had street lights. Yeah. No. I, I would have. Uh, our girls would be telling me what, um, you know, all the all the different relationships. Who was on the show, and then they they left and they came back. And oh my god! I, I couldn't. It's like Harry Potter to me. It just was. There's too many characters. I just <laughs> I, I, I can follow maybe five characters, but that's about it. And this is like Game of Thrones in Canada. <laughs> Game of Thrones, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we get a uh, 
you know, they they chat for a bit, and then Hooper gives them a little ring. Bank hold up. Yeah. On their on their corded phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't go very far with that phone. No. no. <laughs> and we get to see Hooper and our old friend Bob Hawk, the producer, playing Hooper's perhaps lover. Well, who knows? I was thinking love interest myself because they're all giggly together and kind of touchy yeah. feely. Yeah, but he was one of the producers of the movie. He helped get this movie made. Ah, he, I think he was the one. Bob Hawk was the one that was always trying to get them to make a second Mallrats. Was he? The, uh, does Kevin says his name weird, like Bob Hawk or he, something, right? Yeah, he died like a, what, about three years ago now. Okay, and because that Kevin was real torn up when he died. Yeah, I remember that too. Because I guess they hadn't spoken a while, and then you know, I mean, Kevin's already an emotional mess at the begin. Oh, he cries with everything. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's difficult to take a movie recommendation from. <laughs> Have you heard them when he's telling you like a, a, a review of a movie and he just starts bawling his eyes out? Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a mess. Well, that and he he likes almost everything. So on the rare occasion where he doesn't like something, I'm like, uh oh, yeah, yeah, this is bad. But man. like he yeah. he cries at like the Avengers and things like that. Like not. <laughs> oh, he'll he'll cry at almost every episode of The Flash. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> he's just like and then he then he ran real fast and he saved his mom and I'm like listen I mean I've, I've watched all those shows but like I don't think I've ever been emotionally invested in any of them it's the CW for heaven's sake yeah yeah they see that's why like I still watch all those shows I watch Flash I watched the four the first four that came out and then I had to stop because they just kept coming out and I was like I can't watch any more of these <laughs> the only one that I, I think I truly truly enjoy to this day is Legends of Tomorrow because it's the only show that knows what it's doing <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. They're just like, yeah, whatever. We're gonna we're gonna get attacked by a plush doll this week. What? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so what? <laughs> Lost in space for the twenty first century. And I'm telling you right now, that would what I said happened, and it wasn't one episode. It was like a season long arc. <laughs> I honestly think you might have mentioned that in an episode already of this season too. <laughs> <laughs> and then, listen, last year somebody got taken over by an evil nipple. Nice. Uh. <laughs> And I was like, listen, this show knows what it's about. I also like it because it's one of those few shows where it starts out, they have a cast of like, let's say, six like regulars. But from like the six to eight regulars that were on it, like episode one, almost all of them are gone by now. Oh, really? Have been, they just, they rotated the whole cast out. Oh, nice. So it's like, it's like Degrassi, basically. <laughs> yeah. So it's like someone will be on there. So either if someone's in danger or they're talking about leaving, like they may, they may leave. <laughs> It's like you're watching The Flash. Like he ain't gonna die. Like the show's named after him. Right. Well, you'll you'll know when that show's gonna go off the air because they'll announce it. Like okay, this is it. Like Arrow's going off. Like so. Yeah. He's probably gonna die. Hasn't The Flash died already a couple times though on that show? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know how you have, listen. It's like Star Trek. If you have time travel in your show, you can die all the time. Yeah. Everybody dies. Yeah. Yeah, but even if your show gets can I mean, like you know, like in Star Trek, Riker comes back on on shows where his show doesn't exist, so you could have Arrow <laughs> showing up in the Flash in future episodes. Well, listen, never, never and, and I said this years ago: the minute they slow rolled in there, the alternate dimension stuff, you can do whatever you oh, want. Oh yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Who cares? Oh, Tony Stark's dead. Boom, Tony Stark from another place. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I, I assume that's how they're going to explain why Spider-Man's not around anymore. Yeah. Oh, he must have just disappeared into the void. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when Hooper answers the phone here, what does he say? He said Hooper doesn't answer. He, he I mean, when him. Hooper calls, he says, Hooper here, listen, I know how. And then he says something about, I know how Ben friends hate the city. I don't know what he says. I rewind it like 10 times. I can't figure out what he says. And I got to listen to it. Burb fiends, Burb he says. Fiends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what is that? <laughs> 
They live in the burbs, not oh, the city. Burbs. This is yeah. uh, Listen, I got you. Listen, are you not aware of the New York thing? I've explained it to you a couple of times about how New York looks down on everybody else. Right. Bridge and tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, particularly New Jersey, but like everybody. <laughs> um, I think it was Colin Quinn, the one that said, they're the only people that travel to other places and all they do is bitch about it not being New York. <laughs> He's like, they're standing at Paris in front of the Eiffel Tower. They're like, yeah, Eiffel Tower, it's pretty nice though. It ain't no New York though. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, and it, it, tra- it, it travels for years. I have, uh, I have a good friend who, uh, who moved. He, he, he has a great job. Working in Hollywood, and all he thinks of is how is he going to get back to New York? Really? And yeah. you know, it's like, why? You know, are, do you miss shoveling snow? Is that what the problem is? Do you miss, <laughs> yeah. you know, stepping you, off a curb and walking in slush? Is that, <laughs> do you do you miss paying four times as much for everything? I don't understand the people who love city life. Like I moved out of the city so many years ago, and I would I would never go back if I if I had a chance. But I have friends that are like that. They were like they would li- they would love if if you gave them like, hey, I'm going to just give you a million dollars. You can move anywhere you want. They would move to the city. I think my, I think my wife would go back to Philadelphia if I, if she had the chance, but no way would I ever go back. I love to visit. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's it. Uh, I, have, I, I have another friend who grew up on the East Side, and he doesn't drive his car. He 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 lives in L.A. as well, and he doesn't drive his car. He he gets people to drive him because he does not like to drive because he never he never bothered when he was younger. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's like if you're in LA, you you cannot get around with, unless you can drive a car. But he's like, no, other people can drive me. I mean, in this day and age, it's a little easier, at least. But like, I yeah. heard about people doing that when I was a kid. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, he doesn't drive. He grew up in the city. Well, listen, you ain't in the city no more, man. You're <laughs> like, you're in the suburbs now. You need to drive to get from yeah. point A to point B. Yeah, where we're at now, I could never live without a car. But I, Philadelphia, I would have never needed one. Jump on a bus somewhere. Jump on a train. Oh yeah. 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 All right, speaking of trains, planes, automobiles, anybody have anything else for this minute? We get to the end and we find out the name of the club is Meow Mix. <laughs> That's a tip-off right there. <laughs> I mean, I guess. It's no blue, blue, oh yeah, blue oyster bar. <laughs> the black banana. <laughs> <laughs> the manhole. We can go on yeah, all day with this. <laughs> I do enjoy how uh, he taps Hooper. You know, they're very touchy-feely, these two. I, yeah. I got to guess Playful, together, yeah. yeah. Well... Part of it is like they're being playful with each other about maybe they got some secret stuff going yeah, on. But like, giggling. do they do they also know that they're calling up and leading Holden into this? <laughs> into his doom? Like, yeah. Hey, let's let's call up Holden and really break his balls yeah. and have him go after the lesbian girl. <laughs> yeah, let's get him down <laughs> to the gay club. That's gonna be great. <laughs> well, they well we'll get to it later. But they probably stupidly assume that when they walk into a a gay club that these morons will notice. Yeah, they don't even yeah. Well, I think I did. I talk about this, Chris. When uh, I went into the, the the gay bar in New York, um, my wife and I went in there, and we're like, we're walking in the door, and the guys was like, well, you know, this is a gay bar, right? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I want to drink. It's it's friggin' hot out. I, like, <laughs> I th- I think they're still trying to get used to like the fact that there are people out there who are like, I just don't care. Right. Like, get out of my face. Is, like, is I, there a bar over there and alcohol? Then yeah. I don't care who. Give, else give me there. a gay beer, please. <laughs> yeah. Listen, like, I, I am not coming in here to. Um, either give you money for your cause or to burn the place down. I'm just really thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just, when they see someone who's not like a regular, they're just like, whoa, hey, what yeah. are you doing here? We better let him know before he gets too close. Yeah. I, I'm like, they have a giant rainbow flag hanging out front. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a question about a prop in the last, very last seconds of this, uh, of this clip. Uh, is that a prop uh, beer bottle? The Does one like by the real? door? 
Yeah, it doesn't look like a real, a real body. The one that, yeah, the employees only. It looks like a Molson's. Maybe? It looks to me like, like a, maybe like a Grolsch or something, like one of them weird ones with the with the top that. It, 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 in the the place that it's at, it looks to me like it's a foot and a half tall. It just oh. maybe it is. Maybe it's a bigger bottle. Maybe it's a liquor bottle. I do see it. That's a door right there, huh? Yeah. You know what I? I think the angles are playing tricks on us. Is here, it a perspective I, thing that it's sitting on the sh- it's sitting on the table? Box I also right don't there. know that it's round. It's almost like yeah, it's like oblong. Yeah, it's shaped like a uh, like a Listerine bottle. Yeah. Now I can't get Hooper's hand out of the way. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because they got they have one of those little candles in front of it, like you would see at a restaurant. Yeah, that's a hurricane light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hurricane lamp. And but behind, I can't tell if the bottle is. It does. On, kind of, it looks like a carnival prop or something. Yeah, yeah. It looks like something you'd store, you know, loose change yeah. or something. I don't know. It's very peculiar. Unless I hate watching movies really slow. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, because now the next time I'm watching it, somebody will be like, hey, look at that thing back there. And they're going to be like, shut up. What's that about? <laughs> we, there's also- we, had that, Go ahead. We, we had that in airport. There's a there's a scene with Dean Martin where he's over at Jacqueline Bisset's, um, Bisset's um, apartment. And she's got some kind of appliance on the counter. And I swear we spent a week just looking at it. It's like, is that a juicer? What, wait, is it a bread machine? Or is, <laughs> we never figured it out. Had a couple of good guesses, but still don't know if the. At some point, you just got to head cannon it and move on. Be like, "Yep, <laughs> yeah. that's what it is. We're moving on." There's, yeah. there's also a poster on the other side of that door that has a bunch of words on it, and I swear one of them says "kraut." Yes, like somebody didn't like Germans in there. Something. <laughs> well, it, can also, it could also mean cabbage in German. <laughs> it really yeah. could. <laughs> and is that a bark uh, a bakathon? Oh, that is that must be fun. Oh yeah, Bakathon. Let's do that. But it's not Thon though, because it's T O N. Bakathon. Yeah. Bakathon. Something Santos underneath that. What, what, what the hell? What, what? Why am I? Oh, it's Shock and Con. I'm going Bakathon. I'm like, why? Where did I hear that before? <laughs> Shock and Con. Oh great! Chris has gone to Plaid. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> now I know what song I'm playing at the end of this this episode. Yeah. All right. Now that Chris has lost his mind. <laughs> Uh, Jim, do you have anything else, or you want to go into your plots? No, I'm, I'm all set. I'm just going to go find an oblong bo- uh, bottle of Molson. <laughs> all right, well. Chuck a cob. I want you to plug one of your uh, other podcasts. Okay, go, uh, go visit. Um, well, I'll pick one at random. Go visit the uh, go visit the Rocketeer Minute. We just had a great discussion with uh, Joe Johnston, the director of uh, the Rocketeer, among other things, including uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, uh, October Sky, Jumanji, um, Captain America. Anyway, he's a very funny guy, and uh, <laughs> he he actually showed up, so I'm really, 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 really happy about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, check that out, RocketeerMinute.com, or you can find us on uh, what do they call Apple now? Apple Podcasts instead of iTunes or Google Play. Chris, that's where you step in and do our plugs. I was for you to say. Well, if Jim's going to plug one of his other podcasts, maybe yeah. we should plug one of ours. Uh, go all the way back and listen to the Burbs Minute. Just Google Burbs Minute. You'll find us there. And uh, you can check us out at Jay and Silent Bob Minute on DuelingGenre.com. You got anything else, Chef? Nope. Give our regards to Mr. Boeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 